Saudi Cup and welcome to another episode for the Funkin' Pod and for Media Professor Reacts to Jordan Peterson in 2023. Now you might wonder why. <laughs> well, there are several reasons actually and actually some very current ones. So first of all, for those who don't know, so I, I do teach a class at university right now this semester actually, which is called Media and Social Diversity. And in one of the first classes, I think second week, second second week or, or, or so, I've been just talking lots of German before I came on the podcast. So please, Apollo, um, apologies for for my now maybe a little bit weird pronunciation. Sometimes it's hard to switch right away. Um, so I do teach a class on media and social diversity, and within the first few weeks, we talk about the underlying theories of current of the current media landscape. One of those being postmodernism and postmodernism obviously something that not only Peterson talks about but Jordan Peterson is just like one of the current voices that keeps criticizing postmodernism quite a lot so we also talk about Jean Baudrillard and all those famous French postmodernists obviously talk about what they think about hyper reality and all, and all those things but of course I also want to expose my students to current voices that are in favor, but then usually when they are in favor, they quote Baudrillard, for example, right? So it always comes that comes back to Baudrillard or um, if something more critical, maybe even Chomsky to to some extent. Some when you talk about media, media development, media, media's impact on society, um, but usually it's like the the Dubois, the, 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 the French um, researchers, philosophers, whatever you want to call them. But then there's also Jordan Peterson, someone who's like a more of a current voice that, that's still around making videos and podcast appearances. So I also exposed my students to Jordan Peterson. And I did so last week, actually. And what I did was, without, so the week before I introduced postmodernism, we we discussed Baudrillard, hyper-reality, semiotics, um, whatever. So they, they, all, they are all familiar with this, with, with this right? And so then in the, in the week after, um, I exposed them to Jordan Peterson. And I said, okay, I divide my class into three different groups. Um, actually, more groups, but like three different sections. So actually, six groups. Two groups are section A, two groups section B, two groups section C. And I had three different Jordan Peterson videos prepared. So group A or section A would take like that one video, section B the other video, section C the next video. It's all like 10, 15 minute videos of, of Jordan Peterson talking about postmodernism, but not the same. So and one was from 2000. 16, 17, when he gave a speech at the, uh, I think, uh, University of Toronto, I think, back then. Um, he was talking about postmodernism and the dangers to society back then. Then the next video was uh, Joe Rogan Experience, a piece of it, not the whole 70 hours. Um, back then, I think it was a few years ago. And then the last one was the most current one, I think, like from 2021, where he talked about postmodernism and neo Marxism. Uh, so I exposed my students to that and then asked them to A, summarize it. What do they take away from, from those clips? B, then analyze it based on what they understood postmodernism means so far and also agree and disagree with it. And it was very interesting because the groups all had different takeaways, which was a fantastic learning experience because 
we watch the same videos, the same kind of messaging, but we all take something different away from it, which was like a great, very postmodern. It's like, there's no right or wrong. And it was a great takeaway in this case. Like one group was hardcore hating on Peterson because they were focusing on this one message that he was saying that um, postmodernism destroys the Western civilization or something like this. And they were saying like, well, that's when we're in Asia, right? They're like, that's BS, come on, Western civilization is like, has a stranglehold on the world. Uh, and they were focusing on, on that that part and just applied their the Thai point of view on it because every lots of stuff is coming from the US. Not everything, but lots of stuff, right? So that was very interesting to see. Another group completely disagreed with that group and completely ag agreed with John Peterson. So I guess they focus on points like society is getting weaker as a whole like we're complaining more about everything so they focus on those things and completely agree and said like no we disagree with group one we think that's he's right because and then they debated that it was fantastic for a teacher like a professor at university like I'm gonna sit back relax eat my popcorn and you're gonna go at it fantastic and then another group actually two other groups they kind of like found the middle way. They're like, okay, he, we made a list on a whiteboard, pros and cons, they turned the whiteboard around and, and explained like, okay, we agree with Peterson in this regard, we disagree in that regard. So that was, from an educator's point of view, fantastic. Maybe I'm, that's all I'm going to do now for the, next, the rest of the semester. I'm just going to give them Peterson videos and just discuss them. And this could actually work. I'm not doing it. I'm obviously not doing it, but this could work because Jordan Peterson just gave us more fodder. Because he just appeared on another Joe, uh, Joe Rogan experience, like I think two or three days ago, in time of recording, and I gotta say it was probably the most put together I've seen Jordan Peterson in two or three years, maybe. I also have to say that I don't follow him as much anymore. I used to follow him a lot, not just to like follow him, but like to hear something controversial at times, to like think about stuff. Um, but just that, that whining just got too much also for me. So Jordan, Jordan, you're saying we are all getting like, we're complaining more. I don't want to say the P word, but we're all complaining more, um, getting weaker. Um, you, you also complain a lot, man. You also complain a lot. And this is this whiny nasal, everything eh, was just a bit too much for me. It's, it's, it's interesting for 10, 15, 20 minutes for like three hours for a whole lecture. It's a bit too much. And at times, but I mean, I do understand it. At times, when he does like those town hall lectures and stuff, he puts people in the place, which is fine. And that's, I mean, that's what you show up for. It's what you have to expect. But sometimes it's, it's a bit condescending. Not, not just a bit, it's very condescending at times. But I understand because as a, I mean, as a professor, right, you get, you, students challenge you, which is fine. But if they challenge you on the same topic over and over again, you would expect them to do their, let's call it homework, meaning they should quote you in the right way. For example, if they, if they attack a point of view of yours, they should not misquote you, which ha happens to him all the time. So I understand why he's a bit condescending at times like and then just puts people in their places. So I do understand that. However, I have to say now that the, the Rogan interview was actually quite structured, not that whiny, and had some interesting thoughts in there. I mean, again, he was he had his 20, 30 minutes where he was just lashing out on modern postmodernism. Fair enough, if that's your point of view, fair enough. But um, I found that he, I don't know, like if I thought two or three years ago, he was more 
of a hater <laughs> in, in layman terms when it comes to all things media, postmodernism, and so on. And now he's actually, it, I think he found another purpose again. Like he found like this, he talked about it on Rogan too. He found like he founded this, um, not an organization, whatever you want to call it, like, <laughs> I don't know, a team, <laughs> super allies, I don't know what, what they're going to call it, like that wants to like kind of like counter the, 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 the World Economic Forum's idea of like uh, the world is dying. <laughs> um, the counterpart to Klaus Schwab, even though Klaus Schwab is now gone missing, is he? Um, the counterpart to the, da the Davos crowd, basically. Uh, so maybe that, that gives him more purpose now. And so maybe he's like less pessimistic about just everything. So maybe he just sees like what's wrong in his mind and he just tries to create something that that counters it. So may, maybe that's something. It's just, um, I, I don't know, Monday morning quarterbacking here at Jordan Peterson's thoughts. Uh, I do think that, and see, the thing is, I don't agree with Peterson on, on lots of things. I think he's too black and white at times. Uh, doesn't mean I don't agree with anything. I do also agree with lots of his points. And I mean, that's, That's why I was so happy that, that some of my students said, like, we have pros, we have cons, because, of course, it, that's how, how, it's, how it's supposed to be, right? You see something, you consume information, and then you see, do you agree with it? Do you disagree with it? Why? And with Peterson, it's the same. And I found myself agreeing with a few points, complaining and so on, obviously. I found myself disagreeing with a few points. Also, at, at times when Rogan was just saying, yeah, yeah, and I'm like, Joe, did you do you listen or are the words not too complicated? And it's not a, they couldn't tell Rogan, but I just guess like, if you do it like everyday interviews, maybe even more than one per day, uh, and you're high, um, sometimes you might, I mean, I space out when I do a podcast for for an hour when I interview people. And of course, I, I, I did not say that, but it's the case. So... Um, sometimes I'm like, did you actually listen to him? Because that was a bit weird right now what he said. And then some Rogan lets, lets Peterson talk for like, I don't know, 15 minutes straight. Um, which is fair because you want to listen to him. But also sometimes you should just inquire a bit more, I, I, I think. Uh, nevertheless, overall, I think it was a very interesting podcast. And like I said, it was the first time that I, I listened to Peterson in a few years that it was like that, that he seemed like put together uh, had his thoughts in order and I think that's maybe because he has got like this new goal slash ambition out there he also talked about how how, how proud he is of his, his um, daughter now joining him on stage more frequently and that she's becoming a really good public speaker and that his son who's a musician interesting will also join them uh, soon see with his daughter she's a good speaker I totally agree what I don't like um, as much as just her YouTube videos. And that's also why I unfollowed. Um, because it's always like, my dad this, my dad that. Like, yeah, sure. But like just always writing that my dad is Jordan Peterson Wave is just a bit too clickbaity in my opinion. But that's, that's neither here nor there. Uh, she's a great public speaker. She knows how, I mean, if you grew up with, grew up with Jordan Peterson and your dad, you better be a good public speaker. So that's all, all good there. Back to the point that I was making that Jordan Peterson seemed to be uh, more put together. I still don't agree with all of what he's saying. I do agree with a few things that he's saying. And I'm curious to hear what you think. Just as I was curious to hear what my students are thinking. So I'm curious, like, how's the perception right now? Because the comments on Jordan Peterson videos, for example, are usually 
either he's the messiah, he should be the president, he should lead uh, the world into glory, um, so should save us, Jordan Peterson, or it's like he's the devil, misogynistic, whatever, right? So he, either or, I barely ever see, but anything that's in the middle, but it's also because, of course, people who see things down the middle, they, they barely ever comment on something, right? So I'm curious to hear, what do you think? Jordan Peterson, devil, messiah. That's also why he was wearing the suit, the, 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 the heaven and hell suit. Where does Jordan Peterson belong? What do you think about postmodernism, hyperreality, and so on? Shout out in the comments or uh, on socials at funkitpod, email funkitpod at gmail.com. As always, like, share, subscribe, uh, We'll rate this podcast so we can get a bigger audience and then maybe discuss more Jordan Peterson, Postmodernism, um, Chomsky, whatever you want to discuss. More on this coming soon, I hope. Until then, stay safe, take care. We talk soon. Saudi Cup. <laughs>